0: On this program, we are featuring Lulu McConnell, Harry McNaughton, Tom Howard, and George Shelton, the complete cast of It Pays to Be Ignorant. And now, one of my favorite shows, and a favorite of millions around the world. From the year 1944, here's It Pays to Be Ignorant.
1: Rip Van Winkle. The man who slept for 20 years because his neighbors had no radio. Correct. Pay that man $8. What is horse sense? Something a horse has that keeps him from betting on people. Correct. Pay that man $9 because. It pays to be ignorant. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we bring you that quiz program which only goes to prove that if you ask silly people silly questions, you get silly answers. First, we have that celebrated author, Mr. Harry McNaughton, who has just written a book entitled How to Shop Without Annoying the Sales Girl or The Hand is Quicker Than the Eye. <laughs> but here he is, Mr. Harry McNaughton. Thank you. I have a poem, Mr. Howard. Yeah. Yes, I have a nice old billy goat It makes people flit and flutter It doesn't give much milk or cream But makes a dandy butter A dandy butter, I see <laughs> of a backseat driver A backseat driver, I see All right, next we have a woman who has so many double chins You think she's looking at you over a stack of wheat cakes. A woman <laughs> A woman who got such a raspy voice From gargling her throat with Dutch cleanser Here she is, Miss Lulu McConnell uh, I'll have you know, Miss uh, Howard I won a beauty contest once you, on a beauty contest? I'll never forget it. They had an orchestra there. One girl would pass by, the orchestra would, would play, Oh, You Beautiful Dog. Yeah. And when another girl would pass, they'd play, You Must Have Been a Beautiful Baby. Yeah, uh, what did they play when you passed? Say it isn't so. Say it <laughs> that's, that's nice. Very, very appropriate. All right, next we have a man whose father was a sculptor, and he's been a chiseler ever since. A man, a man who has to work because he's too nervous to steal, Mr. George Shelf. Say, you know, Mr. I visited my old maid sister last week. Oh, you have a sister that never got married? Yeah, she's got a dog that growls, a parrot that swears, a fireplace that smokes, and a cat that stays out all night. What does she need a husband for? She don't need it at all. I can see what you mean. Well, now you've just met the experts, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, so keep your opinions to yourself. Here is the first question on tonight's session. See if we can get an answer. Yes. Pay attention. Here's the question. What mm-hmm. month is mentioned in the song, June is Busting Out All Over? Mr. Howell, I didn't hear that. Why didn't you hear it? Hmm, I wasn't listening. I see. <laughs> Well, that is a good reason, Miss McNaughton. The question is, what month is mentioned in the song? June is busting out all over. Well, Tommy, is that the song that was dedicated to Miss McConnell? Uh, Wait, where's the connection? Miss McConnell's name is not June. I know, but she's busting out all over. If I was half a lady, I'd resent that. If you were half a lady, you'd be with a circus. (laughs) Let's get on there. Uh, The the question is, what month is mentioned in the song June is busting out all over? Who wrote the song, Mr. Howard? That has nothing whatever to do with the question. You know, I wrote a song once. I dedicated it to my butcher. Uh You dedicated it to your butcher? What was the name of it? I got plenty of nothing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I used to be quite a singer. Yes, you've heard of the many, Max? Oh, sure I was Max You were Max (laughs) Max who? Max no different Max Oh, Oh, the devil is in me tonight Yes, I should say he is Let's get on here Will you please try and answer the question? I'll repeat it once more what month is mentioned in the song? June is busting out all over. You know, I got a sister named June. Uh, yeah, she married a guy named August. She married a guy named August? Yeah, and a funny thing, on the 31st day of August, he got kicked in the head by a mule and he died. Mm. Oh, how come you remember it was the 31st of the month? Because that was the end of August. That was oh, the well,
2: end that's... of August. <laughs>
0: don't get it oh,
1: <laughs> see, the question is about song oh I say Mr. Howard did you ever hear the volcano song the volcano song yes lava come back to me lava come back <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I'm incorrigible. those are the things that give radio a bad name mm-hmm. I, I used to sing did. when I worked for the Schubert you worked? I, I used to sing when I worked for the Schubert oh you did yeah I had a tremendous obligato still got it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she has, but you can't see it when she's sitting down. Aye, all right. Never oh, is mind. that so? A voice like mine you find once in a lifetime. Yeah, why did you have to find it in our lifetime? <laughs> Cut it out. You know, when I sang, Nelson Eddie got terribly wanted. Why, when I sang Shortening Bread, <laughs> you could smell it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: When you can sing anything, you can smell it, <laughs> Mr. McNaughton. Mm. What flavoring is used in making a chocolate soda? Now, there's a good hot weather question. Oh, boy, I like hot weather questions. Yeah, that's... You know, you know, I went into a drugstore this morning. I said to the girl, give me a chocolate soda without chocolate ice cream, you see? I see. So the girl said, I'm sorry, but I haven't got any chocolate ice cream. Yeah, what'd you say? I told her to give it to me without vanilla ice cream. Oh, I see. Well, how did you like that? Well, I didn't like it. I'm sorry, I didn't ask for it without strawberry ice cream. I see. You probably wouldn't have liked the straws. Let's get on there, please. <laughs> We're not talking about chocolate sodas, only the flavoring. What's so, flavor- wait for a minute. What became of the other question? What other question? The one about the hot weather. There wasn't any question about hot weather What do you mean? There certainly was You Look, said right at the start he's wait, a hot weather question wait Now a don't you deny it or I'll punch you right in the nose Now don't deny it That's right, Mr. Howard, you did say that yeah. I got ears You got ears? Yeah. Have you got anything between them?
2: <laughs> I,
1: I said the question I asked was a hot weather question The question was not about hot weather. You know, Mr. Howard, I don't like hot weather. It's so hot down at our house, I got my old man to bring home a thermometer for the front porch. A thermometer? Yeah, but it's no good. The thermometer's no good. What's the matter with it? Well, one day it says 80, next day it says 90. You can't depend on it. I see. When it gets to a hundred cell. Let's get out of this. Say, you me. know, no kidding. The weather sure is funny. One day it's hot, the next day it's cold. Yeah. It's got me. I don't know what to hock. You don't know what to hock, I see. There's my confusion. Listen, that's you three it. buffoons. Are you going to answer the question? Oh, Mr. Hard, my word. Did you say buffoons? <laughs> buffoons. That's a musical instrument, isn't it? No, no, that's bassoon. bassoon. Oh, no, no. A bassoon is a big monkey, like a gorilla. That's baboon Ah, what are you talking about? A baboon is a big rubber ball You know, you blow them up Now, now, now That's a
2: balloon The big bag of hot air
1: Now we're back to Miss McConnell again (laughs) Here's the next question In the nursery rhyme which starts Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard Can you tell me what she went to the cupboard for? Mr. Howard, did you say old, Mother Hubbard? That's right. How old was she? Oh, please. Who cares? What difference does it make? We're told that the woman was old. That should be enough. Certainly. Besides, how are you gonna find out how old any woman is? You're perfectly right, Miss McConnell. You're perfectly right. Oh, I got brains. Uh... I'm not just a pretty face. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not just a face, either, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Do you know what Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard for, Mr. Shelton? Certainly not. It's none of my business. I didn't go around snooping to see what people have got in their cupboard. I'm no FBI man. You know, I used to be an FBI man. You did? Hmm. Federal Bureau of Investigation? No, Fuller Brush Incorporated. <laughs> I, I made a couple of bucks. All right, the question's about nursery rhymes. Look, let me help you out. Mother Hubbard had a dog. Oh, I have a dog. Yeah. I take him out every morning for a walk. Oh, really? Do you have him on a leash? On a leash? No, I own him outright. You own him outright, I see. <laughs> no lend leash. No land leash. Ah, oh, <laughs> cut it out. As I said before, Mother Hubbard had a dog. She went to the cupboard. Who went to the cupboard? The dog? No, Mother Hubbard, what'd she go to the cupboard for? That's what I'm asking you. Well, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: that's good. You know, Mr. Shelton? No, that's why I'm not gonna tell him. <laughs> good for you. Good for you, old boy. If I didn't know, I wouldn't tell him either. No. Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to get something for her dog. Look, Miss McConnell, what do you get at the butcher shop?
2: Insults! Insult. Insult. <laughs>
1: Maybe I can help you out. Let me give you a clue. Don't you ever have any bones around your house? No. But after looking at you, there ought to be plenty around your house. I see what <laughs> you mean. You know, I remember, remember one time I got a bone stuck in my throat. You got a bone stuck in your hat, too. I know. <laughs> You know, you know, Mr. Howard, I, I have a very, very smart dog. You have a smart dog? Oh. You know that I, I taught him to sit up and beg? Yeah. Mm, first day, he took in seven bucks. He did? <laughs> Clever. Play. Oh, I gave him a dollar. You know, I know a lady paid $10,000 for a dog. $10,000 for a dog? Yeah. Well, that's more than I'm worth. Uh-huh. Well, some dogs are worth more than others. <laughs> You know, you know, our dog had 12 pups yesterday. 12 pups. Yeah, my word. What's your dog's name? We call him Motorboat. It's nothing but pup 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 pup. God! God.
0: Extra, extra, read all about it. Hey, what's all the excitement about?
1: SGLI insurance rates reduced 15%.
0: Hey, that is news. Here's a dime. Give me a paper. Now, let's see. SGLI rates down. SGLI now costs only $255 a month for $15,000 worth of protection. Hey, that's great. Excuse me, fella. What does SGLI
1: mean? Serviceman's Group Life Insurance. Thanks, buddy. Now move on. You're crowding me. Extra, extra, read
0: all about it. SGLI.
1: Mr. Roberts, who is our first contestant, please? Our first contestant tonight, Mr. Howard, is Sergeant John Ottees of the United States Army. Fine. Good evening, Sergeant Artis, and welcome to our program, and thank you a lot for coming up. How do you feel, Sergeant? Very well. Well, that's fine. I'm glad to hear that. You certainly do look in the pinker condition. What did you do before you entered? My voice is changing, you notice, Sergeant? <laughs> You're at that age? Yes, I am. What did you do before you entered the service? I was accounting. trying. I'm not talking to you. You were a what, Sergeant? I did accounting. You did accounting in Philadelphia? That's right. Uh, for who, would you care? You might as well give the firm a plug. The shipyard. The shipyard, y- yeah. Well, that's a good plug, the ship- <laughs> <laughs> You get a better plug down at the racetrack. You get a better <laughs> Very clever, Mr. Sheldon. Um, what's your first name, honey? Jack. <laughs> what? John, Jack. he said. I didn't hear him. Well, what, what, what will you take that earmuff off and pay attention to <laughs> Johnny, that's a cute name, though, isn't it? Johnny, it's a I love good, that name of Johnny. Good re- I know there's something about Johnny. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah Johnny. J- all right. Why well, don't you just call me Novocaine? Novocaine. Yeah, I always keep a stiff upper lip. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just as big a dope, too. Oh, shut up, you old decayed nerve. Pay no attention to them, Sergeant. Will you do us a favor as long as you're here? Will you reach into the dunce cap and pick out a question for us, please? When you get one, would you be kind enough to read it right into the microphone? What vegetable is mentioned in the picture? The corn is green. Thank you. (laughs) What vegetable is mentioned in the picture? The corn is green. (laughs) Mr. Hart. Who's in the picture? Ah, please, Mr. McNaughton, what difference does it make? My dear old boy, it makes a lot of difference. I may want to go and see the picture. And if I'm going to see the picture, I most surely want to know who's going to be in it. Yeah, but you don't have to see it. Nobody asked you to see it. Not as yet, but someone might ask me to go and see it. I have friends, you know. I see. I have many, many friends. Uh Uh-huh, name a few. What? I say, name a few of your friends. Name a few? Well, there's... And there's... Uh, and then there's... Uh, oh. No. I'm sure I had some friends. Yeah, I thought.
2: Yeah. You mean you have
1: no friends? I'll be your friend, Mr. McNaughton. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. McConnell. Shake. Friends to the end. Friends to the end. Could you loan me $10? That's
2: the end. <laughs>
1: Please, what vegetable is mentioned in the picture, the corn is green. Would you know, Mr. Shelton? No, I didn't see the picture. I told you, you don't have to see the picture. Now he don't want me to see the picture.
2: <laughs> What's the matter
1: with you, you old grunt? You don't want nobody to enjoy themselves at all? What's the matter with you? Are you a natural-born grouch or was your mother scared by a lemon? I see. <laughs> You old sour pussy. All right. What vegetable is mentioned in the picture? The corn is green. The question is about vegetables. Oh, vegetables! Oh, I had a lovely vegetable garden this summer. Yes, it, but it wore me out, you know. Wore me out, jumping up and down on the potato plants. Jump it! Will you tell me what you were doing, jumping up and down on the potato plants? Yes, I wanted to raise mashed potatoes. You wanted to raise?
2: <laughs>
1: what makes you such a perfect idiot? Oh, I got an early start. <laughs> Potatoes? Oh really? But he shouldn't eat potatoes, you know. They no. got a lot of got a lot of starch in them. No wonder he's always uh. stiff. <laughs> you know, my uncle Webfoot is raising automobiles up on his farm. He's raising automobiles up on his farm? Yeah, I got a letter from. him. He says he's got a truck farm. He got ah. Oh, cut <laughs> it out, please. Next year we're going to raise some cabbage head. You're going to what? You're going to raise what, Miss? Cabbage head. I see. Well, raise one for yourself, will you, please? Will you try and answer the question? Listen, I spent two weeks up at my Uncle Webfoot's farm this summer. Oh, oh I loved it up there. I just love to milk cows. That's a good job for a jerk. <laughs> I... <laughs> <crates are> in. <laughs> Can we please get back to the question? Please? I used to live on a farm, but I was always afraid of cows. You were? They could never get me to milk them. So one day I decide to take the bull of a horn. You'll never get milk
2: that way. <laughs> Break it. Thank
1: you. Well, now, now who is our next contestant, please? Our next contestant, Mr. Howard, is a very lovely and charming young lady. Seaman First Class Wilma Stoddard of the Spars. Bye. That's just fine. Good evening, Miss Stoddard, and we are very glad you came up. How do you feel this evening, Miss Stoddard?
0: Just a little bit frightened.
1: Well, don't be frightened. There's nothing to be frightened of. Just keep your face turned my way and you won't see, them. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't blame you at all. Put that be... kiss her on him and she wants him oh, to... All right, all right, okay. all right. Let's get on here. Where's your hometown, would you care to tell us, Miss Stoddard? Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, Washington. Oh, yeah. Walla Walla. Very nice place. Well, it must be. They named it twice. I say. Yes, sir, I remember Walla Walla quite well. I played that town. I played there in nineteen hundred and two. I was three years old at the time. <laughs> if you were three years old, you were in your second childhood. <laughs> Thank you, Miss McConnell. Oh, uh-huh. I I, I spent uh, two lovely weeks vacation there. In Walla Walla? No, Coney Island, Coney Island. Coney Island. (laughs) Under the boardwalk. Uh Uh-huh. A week on each island, I suppose. As I started to say, I went down to the station the day I went to Walla Walla, and I discovered after I got there I didn't have enough money to pay my fare, so I just bought a ticket to Walla. You see, it was cheap. Well, we are certainly glad to have... How long have you been in New York? About five days. What are you doing, just on a visit or on leave? Or no, something? sir, I'm on leave. Oh, you're on leave. That's are you enjoying right. yourself? Very much so. Well, that's nice. Have you ever been to New York before?
2: No, sir, I haven't.
1: Oh, this is the first time? That's right. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, right. I tell you the- what are you doing after the show? Well, never
2: mind, please. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: has a great opinion of New York. Let her keep it, will you, Miss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it in if it kills me, you know. Well, I was going to say something, Mr. McClendon. I was about to say that Miss Stoddard is a very charming lady. Oh, Very I lovely thought, girl. I, I imagine. I agree with you, and too. And me with small eyes. I see. <laughs> She's so refreshing, so relaxed. She's so restful.
2: She must sleep
1: on... on... in a spring mattress, I say. <laughs> I'm afraid your dentist didn't give you a very good fit on your new teeth. That's terrible. Never mind what kind of a mattress you must sleep on. I wonder how we could find out. Will you cut it? (laughs) Will you stop embarrassing the young lady? Uh, What did you do before you entered the service, uh, Miss Stoddard? I did commercial artwork. Commercial artwork. That's right. That is drawing and sketching of different things for advertising purposes. Is that, that right? That's right, sir. I see. My my cousin used to be an art uh, sketcher like that. He he made dollar bills. <laughs> he made one mistake. He forgot himself and put sunglasses on Washington. <laughs> uh, I, I used to be an artist, too, Mr. Howard. Yeah. I used to draw flies. I imagine. I <laughs> imagine. Still working at it. <laughs> well, we're very really glad to have you with us, I'm sure. And uh, did you say you had a girl too, Mister? Yeah, Mrs. I got a girl, <laughs> Oh, sir. I didn't say. It. How do you open open my mail or
2: something? You <laughs> <laughs> no, mind
1: your own business. Uh-huh. Yes, well, I got a girl. I see. Nice girl, named Oli. Oli, yeah, yeah. You say Oli? Yeah, Oli O'Margarine. Yeah. <laughs> of course, she's just a substitute. I never mind. Take time into the dunce cap there and pick out a question for us, please? And would you be good enough to read the question if you don't mind?
0: What does a motorcycle cop ride on?
1: That's very good. What does a motorcycle cop ride on? Right. Would you mind repeating the question? What does a motorcycle cop ride on? Ain't that awful? You repeat luck. Mr. McNaughton, how did they ever keep you out of the home for the feeble-minded? Politics. Just dirty politics. (laughs) The question is, what does a motorcycle cop ride on? I should know the answer to that. My brother-in-law was once connected with the police. In what way? By a pair of handcuffs. Well, My uh, oh, man. Uh, what was he arrested for? Fragrancy. Fragrancy. Oh. You mean vagrancy? I mean fragrancy. He stole five bottles of perfume. My man. Uh, <laughs> My old man's in jail again. Oh really? What for? For, for rocking me to sleep. Oh, uh, how could they put him in jail for just rocking you to sleep? But you should see the size of the rocks he used. <laughs> hey, is he out yet? No, they put him in solitary confinement. Yeah, what for? They call him making toast on the electric chair. <laughs> i better use currant jelly on the toast, too. Oh, please. currant jelly. That's terrible. Miss McCall, I'm not interested in your old man. Well, I should hope you wouldn't be. Look, haven't any of have you ever seen, haven't any of have you ever seen a motorcycle cop? Oh, rather, Mr. Howard, I have. I saw one last Sunday. Fine. What was he riding on? Highway 35. Highway 35. He was a tall chap, had long eyelashes. All right. I've often wondered, you know, Mr. Howard, what's the mi- the white line in the middle of the highway for? Oh, that's for bicycles. That's for bicycles. <laughs> the question, the question is about motorcycle cops. I met one of those motorcycle cops once. Yeah. He gave me a ticket for going 20 miles an hour. Yeah, but the speed limit is 35 miles an hour. Yeah, but not on the
2: sidewalk. <laughs>
1: you know they have a new law out now for motorists. Yeah. 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 Any car going 60 miles an
2: hour has got to have a driver. Uh-oh.
1: Well, folks, that brings us right up to the finish line, so says uh, Mr. Pallady. So we'll just have to call it quits until this time next week. We'd like to have you all to listen again. Now, here's that gargling baritone to tell you just what we mean when we say, It pays to be ignorant, to be dumb, to be dumb, to be ignorant. It pays to be ignorant, just like me.
0: Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. Are you one of those who take for granted the liberties and freedoms granted you as an American citizen? Take the freedom to amend our Constitution. Since 1791, in the best interest of our nation and its citizens, 25 amendments have been added to the Constitution, a most important freedom. This freedom granted to you cannot be taken for granted. All freedoms must be cherished and protected. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from radio's golden days. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.